Imagine not knowing what your income would be each week. Financial planning would be a nightmare. Almost 90% of Vision's income is free will donations. When supporters commit to monthly giving, it provides greater certainty when budgeting for regular expenses and weighing up new opportunities that arise. Knowing we can rely on regular gifts each month takes some of the guesswork out of operating a faith ministry. Monthly givers who share our mission are called Visionary Extra Mile Partners. And right now, you're invited to join this growing group of faithful supporters. The amount of your tax-deductible monthly gift is completely up to you. What is most important is knowing that you are standing with us to reach Australia for the gospel. Click the banner at vision.org.au or in the Vision app to find out more about becoming a Visionary Extra Mile Partner. It only takes a few minutes, but will have an eternal impact. Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. So Shema is about being obedient to God. It's hearing His Word, acting on it, loving Him with our entire inner life. And out of that, we then love our neighbour as ourselves. Foundations, understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith with Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Well, this is our last program about Shema, and it's been a fascinating journey through this, looking at all the different elements. And we're going to continue and wrap up today looking at the loving your neighbor as yourself part of Shema. Yeah, last program we just started to look at the fact that we loving your neighbor as yourself um, and how we are to love one another, these commands that we got from the Apostle Paul and from the Apostle Peter and, and also the Apostle John as well, and how they were focusing a very much on the body of Christ, mm. Christians loving Christians. It goes without saying that we're supposed to love non-believers and that we should have good relationships um, with our own flesh and blood families. But he was specifically talking about the body of Christ. In fact, there's another uh, passage that I've just thought of where the Apostle Paul said to do good for um, those who are, and especially those yeah. who are of the household of faith. Yeah. So we've really got to look after one another as mm. the body of Christ. I mean, if we don't look after each other, who will? Because <laughs> yeah, right. the world is not going to look after us. So Shema is about being obedient to God. It's hearing his word, acting on it. Um, Loving him with our entire inner life. And out of that, we then love our neighbor as ourselves. And by doing that, we're literally fulfilling the whole of the law. We touched very briefly yesterday uh, on the previous program where we started to talk about how our mindset tends to be very singular. Mm. You know, know, my life, my salvation, what I'm doing – and not realizing that it's really supposed to be about we and us, the collective. And it's very much a Jewish mindset. So I wanted to read to you from Matthew 6, 9 to 13. It said, Jesus said, because remember the, the, the disciples came and said, Lord, can you teach us how to pray? Um, 
And to me, that's a little bit of a strange thing because if there's anything a Jewish person knows how yeah, to do, is right. they know how to pray. Yeah. And so the, the things had become so convoluted. Judaism had changed so dramatically from the time that uh, God gave it to Moses, who then gave it to the people. It had changed so much. So they're saying, teach us to pray. And this is what Jesus said. He said, pray then like this. Our Father in heaven... Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Mm. You can tell I put a little bit of emphasis on <laughs> some right. there. Yeah. How many times when we pray do we pray, Lord, I need something? Yeah. Will you do this for me yep. because I need? Yeah, give me my daily bread. Deliver Precisely. me from evil. Exactly. Yeah. And then have a look at a lot. Of, we touched on this in the other program too. What about a lot of the songs that we sing? Here are some titles. And this is not to say that they're bad. I'm just really, for example, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice just as I am to give my life away, my only king. Jesus, I am resting. I belong to you. It is well with my soul. I am chosen. I am free. Here I am to worship. I will magnify you. I live for Jesus. I will rise. You are my shelter. Now, again, Mm. there's nothing wrong with those songs, but it's supposed to be we. There's such a lot of emphasis on me, myself, and I. And I'm supposed to be loving my neighbour yeah. as much as I love myself. And I guess, interestingly, most of those songs are typically sung congregationally. So there's a, a group of people singing me and mine, <laughs> which is quite exactly. unique. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a phenomenon, really. Yeah. But we're so used to it that we don't think about it. We read the Bible that says, love your neighbour as yourself. And we go, yes, now I'm going to go off and sing a worship song mm. about me. Yeah. So, you know, we, we're kind of getting things a little bit skewed. And again, I'm not saying those songs are wrong because if I mentioned a favorite song in there, <laughs> I'm going to upset somebody. <laughs> the songs are not wrong, mm. but they're not complete. Yeah, sure. Okay, so we're called to love one another, but how do we do that if our mind is constantly focused on ourselves? All right, Matthew seven twelve. Jesus said, whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Now, it's a very interesting terminology. Again, just like Shema, when he said, love the Lord your God, love your neighbor as yourself, on this hangs all the law and the prophets. Well, he's just said exactly the same thing. This is the law and the prophets about doing to others what you want them to do to you. So we call that the golden rule. Mm. Okay, now, uh, Joseph, Rabbi Joseph Telushkin, he talked about a school teacher who asked his sixth grade class to compose two lists of golden rule lists. One was for things we wouldn't want others to do to them, and the second was for things they did want other people to do to them. And the do list was had things like we'd like love and respect, um, but on the don't list, it was much, much longer. <laughs> and was, I don't want you to steal from me. I don't want you to cheat on me. I don't want you to snub me. I don't want you to be rude to me. A whole lot of things. Um, maybe it's more detailed because it's more common to have those things done to us. Mm. Maybe because that's the natural sinful nature. So maybe what we need to do is have a list with more do's on. Let's, we should be doing these things yeah. for other people. Yeah. 
When we then want to look at who is my neighbour, Jesus actually told us about the good Samaritan, okay? Um, the word for neighbour in Hebrew is re'ah. It's talking about a companion, a kinsman or a friend um, and it's easy to treat people who are your neighbours that you already have good relationship with. It's easy to, to do good things for them. But the Good Samaritan in Luke chapter 10, that's where, you know, the Samaritans were a, um, an, a, a hated race of people. They were kind of like half-caste mixed breeds mm. and um, they had taken Judaism and really turned it around and, you know, and they still do to this day. There's a very small remnant of them still alive. Um, but we're supposed to, if we're supposed to love our neighbour as ourselves in the story of the Good Samaritan, it was a shock to the Jewish mm. community because the Good Samaritan was the Samaritan. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. which was a shock because all of the, the righteous Jews and everybody wouldn't touch the injured man. Okay, so human beings always put themselves first. But there was a – the thing about that particular story that we often miss is where it says that we are to love people the way we love ourselves. Now, we that gets taught wrong all the time. It says, you see, we need to love ourselves more – because mm. if we can't love ourselves, we can't love people. That's not what it was saying. We already love ourselves. <laughs> we already do. It's inbuilt in us. We may have psych, you know, you know, self-esteem issues, but it, we love ourselves. We want to keep ourselves looking good. We want to dress nice. Every decision we make, we make based on how good this is going to do me. Mm. That's natural. What this is saying is, is see how much you love yourself? That's how you're supposed yeah, love to love your neighbour, yeah. even if it's not somebody you actually know. Maybe it's a, it's a Samaritan. Mm. Maybe it's somebody next door who's, you know, a bit of a grouch. Mm. That's the way we're supposed yeah. to love them. We already love ourselves. So, therefore, mirror that love that we have for ourselves and mirror it to the other. Yeah. And that way we are loving God, we're obeying him, we're acting on what he requires of us. We're reaching out to other people and loving them. The consequence of that comes back to us because you do good for somebody else. That shocks them. They, in turn, respond with love or compassion or a different attitude or heart towards us. And what do we feel? We feel this overwhelming love for God, This, and we just have this devotion. We just want to give everything we have to him. So we've kind of gone right back to the beginning of Shema mm. and to loving our neighbors, and you pull it all. To, it's, this, it's kind of – and that would be like circular reasoning. Yeah. It would just perpetuate and go on and on and on. And in that way, we would never break the commandments mm. because we love God and we love our neighbor so much that we wouldn't do anything that would hurt or offend any of them. Mm. I mean, it's a picture of utopia, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and and we, we, we're never going to see it in, in, in our lifetimes now. Mm. But obviously that's telling us this is the, um, it's the end goal that God has for us. This was the, the epitome. This is the, um, the standard that he had all the time that we blew. Well, it's been a fascinating journey through Shemar over the last couple of weeks. A reminder that all the program notes are available at vision.org.au slash foundations. And on our next program, we're going to be looking at what it means to walk in the dust of our rabbi. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.